Welcome to the podcast of P1 Ventures, revitalizing American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. Hi, and welcome to the P1 Ventures podcast. I'm David DeSalt, the founder and CEO of P1 Ventures, a manufacturing and technology company located in upstate New York. The last couple of weeks, uh, we've covered the topic of the next generation workforce in manufacturing. We kicked that off with a podcast episode talking about the apprenticeship program that we have inside of our company, the entrepreneurship development uh, program, and the mentorship program. And then over the next three weeks, after kicking it off, we actually interviewed three people in our company that are uh, the benefactors of each one of those programs, and in some cases, run those programs. So if you have an opportunity, go back and listen to that. We're very, very passionate about developing the next generation workforce for manufacturing so we can revitalize American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. I'd like to kick off a new series, and fundamentally what we're going to do is I'm going to give an outline today of our new spindle operating system. And then over the corresponding three weeks, we're going to interview folks inside of our business and related to our business that could help outline and help you better understand what our spindle operating system is inside of our company. As we go down the path of trying to revitalize American manufacturing through entrepreneurship, a lot of that has to do with workforce a lot of that has to do with technology, and that's one of the reasons why we're trying to build a portfolio of technology manufacturing companies. But a big part of that, too, is really tapping into what we understand as Industry 4.0. For those listeners who don't really or have not heard of that before, fundamentally, it talks about the fourth industrial revolution that is taking place in today's manufacturing industry. One of the fundamentals of Industry 4.0 is applying internet technology and software technology to manufacturing companies to digitize how they operate. If anyone understands manufacturing, manufacturing is a very intensive industry that incorporates a lot of physical assets such as equipment, high talented people, uh, materials, logistics, supply chain. All of those factors kind of roll into a business model which at times can be very complex. The adoption of internet technology, software, and other new technologies to manufacturing has been slow to adopt, but now there's been a, 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 a resurgence of applying these technologies to manufacturing to set up the industry of the future. So at P1, because we want to revitalize American manufacturing, we believe that we need to be at the forefront of applying Industry 4.0 technologies. Some of you might have heard of robotics, uh, big data, intelligence, metrics, uh, automation, AI, all of those things, augmented reality that apply to manufacturing. In some cases, those things really do apply, but in a lot of cases, those things are pretty far off. However, one of the areas that we do believe uh, can build the manufacturing company of the future is software and application of that software to how we do business. 2017, 2018, we went through a very rough period in our business, our manufacturing company. Uh, we had a very captive customer who went through a tough, tough time. We lost about $11 million in revenue during that period of time. During those times, it really made us reflect on what our business was doing, how we were going to grow into the future. And we started our strategic conversations in mid-2017 and asked ourselves a series of questions. Question number one was, we've grown pretty rapidly from 2006 to 2016. We invested over $11 million in the plant property and equipment. But that growth was very, very expensive. And anyone who listens or understands entrepreneurship, one of the fundamentals of a high-value corporation is the ability to scale revenues like a technology company. So we started thinking about 
How do we unlock technology company-driven growth or scalability inside of a manufacturing company, knowing that we have the constraints of capital equipment and factories, and in some cases, a diminishing supply of talented workforce, such as machinists and welders and fabricators? So that was question number one. How do we keep growing and scaling our business without the constraints of CapEx and having to continue to cultivate a diminishing supply of talented labor? The second issue or the second question we asked ourselves as it related to our business in 17 and 18 was how do we create recurring revenue, almost like a SaaS business? You know, these other businesses that are, are valued at, you know, eight, 10 times earnings, uh, have growth rates of 30% plus annually. How do we capture some of those same dynamics inside of a manufacturing company in the 21st century? So I went to MIT, I took a course there, uh, part of the executive education program, and we posed that question to a group or a team that I was working with. And one of the things that we discovered was in the manufacturing world, and I'll, I'll call it the contract manufacturing world, where we make parts for other customers to their designs, we discovered that there was about 16,000 small machining companies that have 20 or less employees located in the United States, over 800 in New York State alone. And if you look at those companies, there's about 350 million hours of underutilized capacity in those businesses, expensive CNC uh, equipment, manual equipment. And on average, these companies had like six to eight employees. So what did that tell us? That told us that there's this very strong, high quantity of smaller manufacturing companies dispersed around the United States, highly fragmented, and they have built-in labor and built-in infrastructure that was running an average of 30 to 40% capacity utilization. So fundamentally, and again, I don't I hate using metaphors, but if you think about some of the other businesses that have grown over the last 10 or 12 years, Uber, Airbnb, the fundamentals of these businesses are, let's take expensive assets, in Uber's case, cars, that sit around for 20, 22, 23 hours a day, so there's a lot of capacity, and let's build a marketplace for them so that we can create a demand and balance that with the supply of underutilized capacity. Airbnb did the same thing with people's rooms in their houses, vacation homes, second properties, high levels of capacity, not making money uh, consistently, so they built a marketplace for that. So one of the things that was birthed out of this time, 2017 to 2018, was our new Spindle operating system. Spindle is SP1, so it takes advantage of our company's name, P1, N-D-L-E. And the basic fundamental of that spindle operating system is a couple of key processes all integrated with software to really take advantage of that supply chain capacity that we talked about. Let me explain. What we discovered was our company, our small manufacturing company in upstate New York, is truly driven by vision, by values, and by a very, very strong culture. And that that underpinning of a strong operating system is very, very important that not a lot of small manufacturing companies truly understand or truly deploy inside of their business. So one of the things that we've spent the last couple of years of doing is really reinvigorating our vision inside the company, revitalizing American manufacturing. Why does that matter? That matters for our people. Our people obviously live in the United States. Traditionally, they're farmers. Uh, they come from a very, very traditional value system of hard work and integrity, uh, earning, uh, you know, building good products and systems. So we really wanted to tap into that, uh, that, that notion of revitalizing American manufacturing is very important for our people and for the people that we work with. Our value system is very traditional, hard work, integrity, learning, 
teaching, growing, all of these things that we believe make up a very, very healthy workforce and a very healthy company. So our spindle operating system, one of the first foundations of our spindle operating system we developed is a very strong vision that ties to the individuals inside of the company and a value system that truly impacts how we perform and grow our business. The second piece of our spindle operating system is process excellence. You know, we believe in manufacturing that the way to scale a business or any business for that matter is to have really well-defined processes key owners for each one of the major processes inside of a business. So inside of our business, we have seven core processes that start at marketing and end up a cash collection in, uh, uh, at the back end. Everything in between from uh, contract review to quoting to manufacturing operations to quality uh, to, to invoicing. There's all these key processes. So we really map those things out inside of our business. We put some strong KPIs or key performance indicators or metrics in place. We, we deployed a very structured management system. I know in today's world, entrepreneurially, people talk about decentralized hierarchy that is very important for some businesses. In a manufacturing business is where you have to have very tight control around your processes and your quality and the products that you're making. We really deployed a very strong management system, which we'll talk more about in future episodes. And then we also started some career pathing. We call it pathways. We wanted to build some hierarchy inside of our business with strong management systems with very, very well-defined and controlled processes. And then, you know, allow, you know, put the metrics and KPIs in place so we could career path people from entry level all the way through to the executive offices inside the business. Our third uh, uh, critical component of our spindle operating system is really defining our supply chain and doing that at scale. So I talked a little bit about the capacity in those 16,000 small machining companies. That's really what I'm talking about when we talk about supply chain. How do we leverage our supply chain in order to continue growing our business in a low fixed income or a fixed asset basis and take advantage of those things using modern day technologies. And then the fit, the fourth piece of our, our spindle operating system is truly using or deploying a state of the art, uh, digitized, automated sales and marketing system that uses, uses everything from LinkedIn and HubSpot all the way through proper advertising, uh, factory tours, virtual videos, social media integration to really identify new leads, qualify those leads through a very well-defined process, hand it off to our sales team that we're building a distributed sales team nationwide and to, to create customers very rapidly. One of the things that we've done since early in 2020 is we've deployed some digitized and automated sales and marketing processes and we're starting to see, whereas in the past, it would take us an average about six months to develop a customer from first touch to first order. Now we're averaging about 74 days as of last week. And we're, tr we're continuing to compress that. And we, our target is to get that down to less than one month. And we're really going down that path. And the fifth component of our spindle operating system is taking all of those things, our culture, vision and values, our processes, metrics, KPIs, and management system, our supply chain, our sales and marketing, and integrating all that into a piece of software that allows us to manage our business end-to-end -end with as much transparency and automation as possible. And that's what we call our spindle operating system. It's the operating system of the future to digitize and change how our business operates. What do we want to do with those things? What do we want to do with our spindle operating system as we continue to deploy it? Number one, we want to grow our business like a technology company. If we're leveraging other people's capacity, other people's machining capabilities, other people's talented workforce and labor, 
that fundamentally creates less constraint on the supply side of our business. And then as we digitize and automate our sales and marketing business, our front end of our business, with all the process excellence in between, that should create a situation of scale that allows us to manage it with software. So let me give you a couple of stories. One of the things that we've done over the last 12 or 18 months is really develop and cultivate relationships with a couple of key small machining companies. Obviously, we can't subcontract everything because we have constraints around some of our qualifications, some of the military work we do, so we do not subcontract that work because we can't. But when we do subcontract, one of the things that we did, we've, we've identified six or eight small machining companies in New York State or the Northeast, let's call it. And we've been able to, uh, you know, deploy or subcontract over $2 million in revenue to these folks, keeping them busy, allowing them to employ their people, keep investing in their businesses, impacts their communities very strongly, while allowing us to grow our business and to service our customers in a way that is meaningful to them. And so there's one company that we worked on a very large project with. Uh, They have uh, about 10 employees. We've uh, layered in uh, probably over a half million dollars in work over the last 18 months into this small business. And it's allowed them to buy a new piece of equipment. It's allowed them to hire two new people. It's allowed them to really invest in the development of their workforce. And that's really our mission, isn't it? To revitalize American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. And not only doing that internally with our own workforce, but also doing that to help lift up some of these smaller machining and manufacturing companies in the United States and by really automating and digitizing the front end of our business with sales and marketing so we could feed work not only to our own people, but to these small shops and make them profitable and help them grow as well. So part of our spindle operating system is what we call the operating system of the future for contract manufacturing. It's really having some of the uh, basic fundamentals inside the business very, very strongly knitted together. Process excellence, culture, mission, vision, and values, supply chain, Uh, sales and marketing, and then wrapping those things into a software platform that allows us to manage our business. There's a great book called The Pan-Industrial Revolution, written by a professor out of Dartmouth. And I've read this book a couple different times because I truly think it's the blueprint for the future manufacturing company. And one of the things that it fundamentally talks about is how the conglomerates of uh, uh, of the traditional days really were a culmination of a bunch of different companies with some managerial synergies, maybe some operating and design synergies as well. But how that model is very expensive, it's very slow moving and become very bureaucratic. But the industrial company of the future is really gonna be a combination or ecosystem or network of companies working together and working together on a piece of software, a platform that allows them to design and make products for customers and service them at scale with excellence while making good margins and good money. And that's really what our mission behind our spindle operating system is, to take P1 Industries in Schenectady, New York, and to infuse it with management system, process excellence, culture, mission, vision, and values, sales and marketing automation, and new techniques on the front end, and aggregating all of that to a centralized software platform that allows us to run our business end-to-end with high levels of transparency, dashboards, and an ability to place work into our capabilities and those of our suppliers efficiently and effectively. And what does that mean for our customers? That means that they get shorter lead times, they get lower costs, they get more options in terms of how we deliver and what we deliver. And those things are really, really important for our industry because if we want American manufacturing to be a viable option for large companies buying finished product, we have to be able to get them lower costs, less lead time, 
and higher quality with more options. And that's really the premise behind our spindle operating system is that's what it means for our customers. And what it means for our business is we can grow our business like a technology company while increasing productivity and margin 2x better than industry, while at the same time supplying those cost savings to our customers and lead time reductions. And that's really what our vision is around our spindle operating system. We believe our spindle operating system is state-of-the-art. It's next-gen type stuff for how we run a manufacturing company. And we're only in the beginning stages. If you look back over the last 12 months, yes, we've actually launched a software company out of our business called Piston. Uh, we recruited a CEO for that company, uh, PJ Belomo, who we'll talk to in the next week or two. Uh, we've built, we're building a team and a program and an architecture team to actually build that piece of software, not only for use inside of our spindle operating system, but also as a piece of software that we can sell to our customers and other players that want to use it in order to impact how they do supply chain and how they run manufacturing operations. So we're in the beginning stages of that. We've hired uh, an advisor, Rick Rafalik, who we'll also talk to in the next couple of weeks. His mission is to, is to build process excellence into our business and give us management systems that can scale. He spent 42 years working at GE and doing an incredible job running uh, manufacturing companies around the world. He's been a great advisor and mentor to our leadership team inside of our operation. So he's really working that angle of our business. We've, like I said, kicked out and started a new software company to really build the software integration of all these things. Tony and Michael, who we've heard from a couple of weeks ago, uh, are really building a state-of-the-art digital and automated sales and marketing infrastructure in our front end of the business. So we're really building all these pieces of the puzzle and the pieces of the pie. And it's our goal and our vision as we come into 2021 to be able to generate a 30% growth rate in our business because we're using software, leveraging uh, our systems better, and being able to source or uh, subcontract at scale using these small suppliers that exist around the U.S. with existing capacity and capabilities. So we're really excited about the future. We believe the spindle operating system inside of P1 Industries is state-of-the-art. It's truly next-gen stuff, really taps into Industry 4.0, and it mandates that we change and innovate how we do business in 21st century so we can continue to grow and diversify our business, which means we service our customers with lower costs, better quality, shorter lead times, and more optionality in terms of how we deliver finished product to them. Like I said, there's constraints within that. There's certain things we can't subcontract and we don't. However, the things we can really has driven and created significant value for our end customers in a lot of cases. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to interview PJ Belomo, who runs our software division. We're going to interview Rick Rafalik and Brandon Fromm, who run our, our, our operations and what they're doing to bring excellence to our processes. We're going to interview a couple of other people uh, to talk deeply about our sales and marketing processes and things that we're, uh, we're changing. And then I'm going to talk a little bit more about our culture, our vision, mission, and values, and how we're deploying those things effectively. Just to recap, our spindle operating system is designed to digitize and automate how we operate as a manufacturing company. And the four pillars of our operating system are our culture, vision, mission, and values. One. Two, our process excellence, metrics, management systems, KPIs, career pathing. Three is our supply chain and how we subcontract at scale using automated disciplines inside of software. Four is our sales and marketing processes and systems, automating and digitizing those things to create lead gen, to create new opportunities, and to compress our customer development cycle from six months to 74 days to less than 30 over the next couple of months. And then integrating all of those things into a software platform 
which allows to give us transparency and an ability to manage our operations and our partners on a much more efficient basis so we can grow like a technology company, increase productivity margins at 2x the scale of our industry averages, and retain world-class workforce. That's our spindle operating system. We're in the beginning stages of deploying it, and I'm going to share that journey with you and interview a number of folks over the next couple of podcasts that really gives you an insider's look as to how we innovate and change a contract manufacturing business in the 21st century to tap into Industry 4.0 and demonstrate how those things can impact performance and ultimately revitalize American manufacturing through entrepreneurship. Why? Because manufacturing is more than a career, it's a calling. Thank you for spending this time with us. Please head over to p1ind.com where you can find out a lot more about P1 Ventures and David Dussault.